0: You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online
1: courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. How long have you had your podcast for, Jono? Oh, I just hit record. Oh, sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. It'll be funny. It'll be funny. Um, This podcast I've just started, but I've run a previous podcast for about three or four years now.
1: Very cool. Awesome work.
0: Thank you. So, hello everybody! Welcome to the online course podcast—the the place where online course creators go to sell more of their online course. Now, I'm very excited because we have a very special guest with us this week, and she's from a similar part in the world as me. You know, in this sort of space, there's people all over the world, and I think actually she's the closest person to me that I've ever podcasted with on this podcast. She's maybe a two or three hour drive, if that. So a little bit about this person. She's a certified life coach. She's a big Tony Robbins fan like myself. She's a podcast coach and consultant. She's the host of the popular podcast, Become a Podcast Queen. She, and now she teaches women how to start, grow, and monetize their podcast. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only, all the way from Newcastle, Ms. Olivia Powell. Olivia, how are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for that awesome and thorough introduction. (laughs) Oh,
0: no. all good. I just just read it straight off your Instagram bio. So thank you for having a good Instagram bio. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, Olivia, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Being a Tony Robbins fan, I'm sure you've got one or two of those. What have you got for us?
1: I I do actually. So um, rapport is power. So that's one of my favourite ones. Mm. And also, I have my own quote actually, which I came up with not long ago from a previous podcast episode I was being interviewed on. I was like, oh, I need to trademark that or copyright it or something. Um, but that's talk with purpose and talk on purpose. Um, because being a huge podcast lover, I'm obsessed with them. I'm a podcast, you know, self-confessed junkie. I've listened to podcasts for years now, and have had my own for. 20 over 21 months i think it is um and what i've found that really makes a huge difference with podcasts are people that have a direct purpose when they jump on an episode Mm. rather than just you know rocking up and talking about their cat and their grandma's plant and then their best friend's football team do you know what i mean like talking with purpose having a purpose behind your podcast what you talk about what how you serve people how you give to them and show up um and talking on purpose and not just There's an element sometimes to rocking up and winging it, but also not fully winging it that, you know, it's all over the place and people are sitting there going, why am I listening to this? Like, what am I getting out of this? Is this worth, you know, listening to for another half an hour or something like that?
0: Yes, love that. I'm a huge fan of that belief system myself where I figure the more... The more the more you talk with purpose, the easier the rest of it is, right? Even if you came on here and Olivia's like, right, you know, I've got a purpose. I'm good at podcasts. Jono's community is online course people. Great. As long as I can show show that link there, then I'm good. Okay, you can freestyle and, and riff raff a little bit in there, but you've got that purpose which is going to make it good. So I love that quote there. Now, Olivia, what I'd like to speak about today is exactly that: everything to do with using a podcast to sell more of your online courses. Now, talking to me, you're talking to the converted. You don't need to try and sell me. I, I know I have uh, love every single element of it. But a lot of my listeners might be like, you know what? Starting a podcast, like, come on, man. What have I got to do? I need a Facebook business page. I need an Instagram account. I need a Facebook group. Now I need a TikTok and a LinkedIn. Like, And you want me to podcast as well? Like, That's the last thing on my mind. So let's just speak about... <sighs> even where it fits in the ecosystem. Like I doubt your message is, hey, don't have a Facebook or Instagram and just podcast. So it's obviously, you know, everything sort of has their place. Maybe let us know a little bit where in that social media ecosystem does a podcast fit in?
1: Oh, juicy question. Love that. So the first thing I totally get it, you know, if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur, you have your online programs and you're promoting that on lots of different social media channels and, you know, you're rocking out, doing your thing, trying to be consistent, show up, serve people, give, you know, vital, important information that's educational. It can feel like a lot, you know, especially when you're on Facebook and Instagram and, you know, Snapchat, LinkedIn, blah, blah, blah. And then you're sitting there and you're going, oh my God, why should I set a podcast? It's just like a whole nother world, a whole nother thing to learn, a whole nother, you know, how does this fit in with my business, my life, my lifestyle? I totally get it because I went through all of those questions myself, you know, not so long ago, really. Couple of years ago, um, and I felt that way too, even when like TikTok came out. So I was like, Oh my gosh, there's like another thing that's popular, and there's such great growth there, I should be on there. You know, like how do I reach more people, and how do I fit this all in? So it's a really great question because time management is important. But when it comes to podcasting, two things can happen um, people either get really overwhelmed with the process because i don't know where it's where to start i know for myself two years ago when i was looking into it it actually wasn't a really easy process it wasn't very mainstream i had to watch all these different youtube videos to try and figure out how the frick to get this even up and off the ground where to submit it what had to be done before i submitted how long it would take to get it submitted all this sort of stuff right so it was quite overwhelming and i was like oh my god like i just wish someone could just tell me the answer (laughs) in one spot um the other thing is like, when it comes to podcasting, I want you to think of it as just an extension of yourself and your business. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be this big, crazy, scary, overwhelming thing. It's actually really fun and extremely rewarding. And you get that dopamine hit every time you have an episode that goes out. And when someone reaches, you know, reaches out to you, sends your message and said, hey, hey, say, Hey, I love that last, that last podcast episode you did. la Dark, brings more connection. Mm. So that's the big thing I want to, I kind of want to say here. And, you know, once again, podcasting may or may not be for you if you're watching this i'm not here to convince you i'm just kind of showing my experience what the benefits are and the advantages and if that is something that you like then maybe explore that further yeah so the first thing is like when it comes to podcasting it's an audio format it's like the radio but it's directed right directed purpose directed topic and if you have a business you can actually base it entirely around your business yeah so instead of spending hours creating content to put on you know a written post to put on instagram to put on facebook to organize a facebook live to do this that and the other all you're doing is putting it to an audio format. That's all it is. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about having a podcast, as opposed to just having written content, like written posts and, you know, still selfies or, you know, whatever it is that you promote, um, with podcasting, it produces so much more intimacy because anyone can write something on a screen, but when it comes to your voice, it's like your footprint or your fingerprint, I should say. <laughs> it's-
0: Sorry, you, you cut out there for a sec, Olivia. It got to, um, you. Uh, just unmute yourself there. So you got to the point where I think you said your voice is more unique. It's basically like your footprint or your fingerprint.
1: Yeah, that totally crashed. That's so strange. Can you hear me now?
0: Yes, perfect.
1: Yeah, good. Yeah, so your voice is like your fingerprint. You know, it's unique to you. It's your own DNA. No one can sound exactly the same as you. Everyone's tone is slightly different. And the thing is, when it comes to podcasting is you're going directly into people's ears and you don't know who they are because there's lots of different listeners out there. And podcast listeners are avid avid listeners. The statistics actually show that they adore podcasting and they listen to most episodes and not not just most episodes, but the majority of the episode as well. So there's a huge retention rate when it comes to listeners. Whereas when you're on Instagram or you're on a feed or Facebook, and don't get me wrong, I love those platforms, I'm on them, they've given me business, I've networked on them and all that jazz. Um, your stuff can get so easily lost, <laughs> you I, I know?
0: Think I've seen the stats, I think it's, and I think the stats are wrong. I think it's like you've got seven seconds or something to capture someone's attention. I don't spend anywhere near seven seconds on Instagram per post. You get about half a second to to catch my attention, you know, whereas if I go to a podcast, now I'm listening to at least a couple of minutes to, to get into it. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below.
1: hundred percent like when it comes to me on social media i try and limit as much screen time as i can unless it's business related or friends related and if i'm just like getting into the scroll hole which doesn't happen often because i'm much more self-controlled now but even when i do it's like i'll look at something one two next yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. um, and the content's got to be really good to hook you in you know you've got to have that real juicy clickbait sort of title or really mm. like you know,
0: <laughs> you almost have to, to lie. You must have to yeah. lie. The, no, not lie, but you know, you must have to exaggerate like crazy just to get yeah. someone to stop and look at your post.
1: Pretty much, because it's so loud. You know, the internet's so loud. There's so many people online these days. It's like the norm. You know, and there's so many businesses online as well. And so, it really can be quite tricky to stand out from the crowd. Do you know what I mean? Have that point of difference to build that no like and trust, because there's just so many. I know when I was a business coach. It was like such a saturated market you know there were so many people out there doing what i was doing i didn't know what actually made me different at all do you know what i mean i didn't know how to capitalize off that or market that or promote that and that's part of the reason why i moved into podcasting because it's a huge passion of mine obviously Mm -hmm. um i've had some success with it i absolutely love it and i want to help other people have the same experience or something similar to myself yeah and get that get the beautiful reward from it um So when it comes to podcasting, like, I think a lot of people kind of worry because they think, what am I going to write? What am I, well, not write, but what kind of episode am I going to create? What am I going to talk about? I can't talk for that long. You know, all these sort of things that pop up and I've actually restructured my business now where instead of writing my content first and then creating a podcast episode about it, I actually create the podcast episode first and I pull five to seven different pieces of content from my podcast that I can share on social media on all my different platforms. So there are ways to get creative that's going to save you time. But I think the beautiful thing here I want to get across is, is whatever your message is or your mission is talking about it creates more intimacy with your people. It creates more of a bond, more of a connection and they remember your voice. I know even now, like a year down the track, I can remember certain podcast episodes where someone said something and it really struck a chord with me or I was able to implement that tip or strategy straight away and it made a huge difference. So I kept coming back to that podcast for more. Um, I also love the fact that, you know, Google and YouTube are the biggest search engines, you know, in the world right now. But podcasting is starting to slowly creep up because it's evergreen content. It's always there, you know, and it's easily searchable. So if you guys haven't listened to a podcast, basically what happens is you look one up, you see a a little cover photo or a graphic. You click on it and all of the episodes are listed there. So they can never get lost. You know, they can never get lost in the noise. Like I even know with my Facebook group, or if I go back to watch a live that I saw when I was scrolling on the rare occasion, I can't bloody find it. I'm like, what was that group called? Where is it? I've got to go into like the photo section to find the live, you know, and it's like this big hassle as opposed to a podcast. It's just like, it's all sitting there ready to go. It's neat, it's clean. And the fact that it's evergreen is great because even myself, I've gone back and re-listened Mm. to episodes of certain podcasters that i love Mm. that i've listened to years ago it's really quite bizarre that i still do that even now because their content is still you know relevant and applicable
0: yeah so i go back and listen to my own one so i've forgotten what i learned a year ago you know but if i can see an episode of my own i'm like oh let's say you get instagram followers let me go and watch that again you can refresh your own content as well right
1: well it's funny you say that. (laughs) <laughs> because I legitimately um, did that before this particular interview. I was like, I was like, okay, cool. So Jono's audience is probably going to want to know how to monetize a podcast, and I was like, okay, cool. The research I did shows that there's eight different ways, and I went back to Ooh. my my episode to go, okay, what were they again? Because. You know, there's lots of different ways that you can do that. And I had to, even I had to have a refresher because I don't monetize in every single way yet. I have mm. certain ones that work really well for me and I do that stuff. But I had to go back and go, what is that again? You know what I mean? Mm. And not just that, I just on that message, I just want to say too is like, the amount of times that I share like a particular episode with people is uncanny. Mm. So whenever I get like a frequently asked question, and one of them recently has been, you know, what's that thing that you share on Facebook and Instagram stories that, you know, it's like a snippet from your podcast. What is that? How do I create one? You know, all, all the stuff around it. Do you know what I mean? So I'm actually going to create a podcast episode all about that, you know, 10, 15 minutes long for those people and send that episode directly to them because it's a question I keep getting all the time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're a digital marketer, for example, and people are like, oh, why is that so important? You can do an episode on why digital marketing is important. It might seem really simple to you because this is your bread and butter. It's what you talk about. It's what you do every day. But a lot of people that you know, are just starting a business or need help with their online marketing, they can listen to a podcast episode that you've done with your voice, with your content, increasing and elevating your own brand awareness and developing that rapport with them without you having to physically be present each time that someone wants to listen to it. You know, you record it, you do your thing. It's done. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. And off it goes. And you can reshare it over and over and over.
0: Yes, love that. All right, let me summarize because there's a whole heap of stuff going on there, a whole heap of good stuff. Let me see if I can summarize it and break it down one by one. Okay, so one of the things that Olivia said benefit of podcasts was the whole audio side of things because it's unique. Like I could write a Facebook post And Olivia could write a Facebook post, and it could be the exact same Facebook post. There's no difference there, right? But if we're audio, if we're audioing like this, all of a sudden it's a different medium, and so it's more personal for one thing. So it's like, okay, great. He's not just Jono's writing title or Olivia's writing title. He's also the way she talks, the way she says stuff, the way he talks, the way he says stuff. So I think that's a a good distinction there. And then there's also the, the point of difference as well, where it's like any idiot can get a Facebook page together, right? To put a podcast together, still any idiot can do it. If I can get one, then there's no no one in the world as well. I couldn't even figure out how to use Zoom before getting on this with Olivia. So if I can do it, anyone can. But there's just a few more steps. There's maybe a couple more steps you need to do at the start. So if you can have that podcast all of a sudden, like, and it's another way to look at it is if, if you're thinking, man, there's so much competition in my field. There's all these different Instagram accounts and all these different Facebook pages. Hey, get a, get a podcast. That probably knocks out 90% of them, and all of a sudden there's there's less competition there. So that was a very good point there. Um, let me think of what and else. Can I just there.
1: say, John 0 like yeah. podcasting is still in its infancy. Mm. So at the moment, um, the 2020 stats from Edison Research show that there are over 990,000 different podcast shows. So you and I are included in that stat, um, and over 30 million episodes, and that's and there's been over Oh, what was the statistic of growth? I can't remember. It was like incredibly insanely high. So mm. it's just showing that each year it's getting more popular, it's growing and more people are jumping on board. So it's still in its infancy. It's not overly saturated yet, even though it sounds like it might be because there's so many mm. um, compared to a lot of other social media apps. It's really just kind of taking off, you know, Joe Rogan sh- sold his podcast show for like a crazy amount of money to Spotify. That was like a big move in the podcasting world. Michelle Obama has a podcast now. You know, really high-profile people are starting to jump on board.
0: Yes, and, I, and to, to piggyback off that as well, the way I look at it is, let's say myself five years ago, I probably didn't even know what a podcast was. Yeah. Now, like I'm not listening to the radio. I'm listening to podcasts, and also I can personalise it. So, and actually, I don't even listen to that many podcasts now, but there was a period about probably about three or four, five ish years ago when I was just starting in the online business space. I just consumed every single podcast. It was like a free online course, you know? I'm just like yes. every single, and I was working in the fitness industry at the time, driving to different clients' places and different boot camps and that. So I'd always have 15, 20 minutes between gyms and clients. I'd um, consume so many different, different podcasts there. So, and this has gone from, you know, not even knowing what one was to now never listening to the radio. I can't remember the last time I switched on the radio and that's just going to get more and more prevalent now. I don't know what, what young kids like teenagers and they probably don't even know what a radio is. You know, podcasts are probably dominating that, but, um, all right, cool. So let's, now let's, um, let's go specifically to the online course side of things. All right. So let's say for example, someone's got an online course and Let's say, for example, they've got an online course and they're like, right, I'm going to start up a podcast and that's going to help me sell more of my online courses. Mm-hmm. It may, but there's probably a whole heap of little steps we need to do to make sure that, that that correlates there. So maybe let's walk through it, Olivia. Let's say someone's like, all right, you've sold me on the benefits of podcasts. I definitely want to do it. Let's do a bit of a, for the next 30 minutes or whatever we've got, let's even do a, a step-by-step. What's, what's the first thing they've got to do? Their end goal is to sell more of their online courses. What's the first thing we need to do to to get this podcast off the
1: ground? Beautiful. So I think the first thing is, okay, so one of your reasons is what, you know, you want to sell your online program, which Mm. is great. Um, I just want to stipulate by saying if you're just wanting to start a podcast just to make money, you might be a little bit disappointed. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you can't make money from it, you absolutely can, but it's not like you do one episode and it's a huge success and you never do any ever again. It's a long-term game, you know, like it's a commitment. It's like a relationship, you know, like to have a good relationship, it requires you to show up and, and hang out with that person and meet their love languages and all that sort of jazz, right? So making money is a great goal to have. I don't think it should be the only reason. The other reasons include things like brand awareness, you know, networking with other people, becoming an authority in your industry, you know, gaining credibility as a leader, um, you know, having a creative outlet, you know, all these other type of things that can actually, you know, assist you along your journey because, you know, I think it is like after the first six episodes, most people drop off because they haven't gotten what they've expected straight away from it. You know, Mm. and it takes time. You know, I've been doing this for 20 plus months now. Um, I did attract my first couple of clients within a few months of my podcast, you know, but that statistic you were saying, Jono, about, you know, it takes five, I don't know, seven or eight seconds to Mm. capture someone's attention. Apparently it's like eight, you've got to have 18 touch points now Mm. before someone will buy off you. Mm -hmm. And a touch point can be they see a picture, they engage in a post, they watch a video, they hear a podcast episode, they, you know, whatever it is that you do Mm -hmm. online, it takes up to 18 times sometimes to build that know, like, and trust before they'll actually purchase off you. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm a big fan of attraction marketing. So mm. putting your great content out there that's really helpful and valuable to people will draw people in as well, you know, rather than like, you
0: know, anyway. So Can, well, can I, I back there? Because I think there's a few really good points that um, I'm not sure if you'll cover these, but I'll touch on them. Let surely. me know if you're going to go into more detail. Because yeah. um, I think you brought up some really good ones there. So let's use that 18 touch points, right? Now, I, I think of that, I agree with it. I think of it slightly different though, where I feel like if you listen to a 60-minute podcast with me, that's got to be more than one touch. That's got to be worth more than you liking a selfie of me on Instagram. Oh, right? yes. Not that I take selfies on Instagram. I tried once, but every time I do that, I lose followers, so I stopped doing that. But if, you, if we're just looking at like you know different things there, like if someone's going to sit there and watch a 60-minute podcast Surely that's three or four different touch points knocked over, you know, or, or say like, um, you might be in my Facebook group. You might have to be in there for, for a whole number of weeks to get to, you know, see a, a little five minute video here and a five minute video there. I feel like something like a podcast and also cause it's different things as well. It's not just written. It's like, okay, great. You know, audio here. Um, if there's a video to it as well, video there. So I think that's, um, if you want to speed up the process of getting someone to know, like, and trust you, I think podcast is a big thing there. Now, you mentioned some of the benefits, Olivia. You sort of yada yada through them. There's some of the major benefits of, of why I have a podcast. Now, I'd love to expand on a bit if, if you don't mind me. Yeah, uh,
1: please nice. do. Yeah, go so, for it.
0: Go for it. All right, so I took some notes. So my biggest one is networking, right? So I, I do a podcast. I don't even check my stats of how many people have listened. I know that's probably, that's probably from a podcast coach. It's probably the worst thing to do, but it goes back to your goals as well. I'm like, all right, hold on, you know. If I'm going to do a podcast, I'm going to bring Olivia on here to do this podcast. Now I'm going to get to know Olivia. Great. We're either going to like each other or not like each other. We don't like each other. Great. We go in separate ways, you know, got some good content. I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he's pretty cool. So I don't think that'll happen. But let's say, for example, all right, great. You know, we get on all right. Olivia might say, hey, Jono, I've got this new program coming out. You know, do you want to, is this something your audience would want? Do You want to promote it to them? I might have a look at, oh, this seems pretty good. Yeah, sweet. I'll promote it to my audience there. Now, all of a sudden, that's a win, 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 right? Because now I've got something that I can promote to my audience. So I've got something. Um, Olivia is getting in front of a brand new audience. She's got something. My audience gets something different, not just the same thing. I'm trying to sell over and over again. So it's like a, a win, win from there. And we can even go further still. I could go the other way. Hey, Olivia, I've got a Facebook group. You don't mind getting this out to your people, yada, yada, yada. Or um, there's another point I was going to go with that as well. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So networking and almost indirectly, that could be enough. I could do this podcast with Olivia. Now Olivia might, either of us might make zero sales from this actual podcast episode, but in six months time, there might be some collaboration there where one of us shouts the other out or I saw Olivia did a story on her Instagram tagging me. Maybe I get a new follower from that and that leads to a sale, yada, yada, yada. So even if it's not a direct thing there, that networking can help there. So I think that's that's a big point. And uh, also one for me is content. So yeah, I'm doing this podcast. This is streaming straight into my Facebook group as well. You know, I'm sure we've all been in situations where it's like, oh, I've got to post something on my Facebook group. I better do a live video or come up with an idea out of, out of nowhere to try and engage it. Or you can just do a podcast and stream it straight into your Facebook group. So you, you win-win. So that there then, content, yes, exactly. Bang and and almost like um, repurposing content as well. I'm not even really repurposing this. I'm just pressing another button on Zoom, which says also <laughs> go live to Facebook. You know, like, there's probably a million other things I can do with this. Chop it up and you know put it wherever. But even doing absolutely nothing, there's just a button on Zoom that says share in Facebook. Two birds with the one stone. And then creative outlet you mentioned as well. Um, that's another big one for me where sometimes. You know, you're stuck in your own little place. You know, you might not be able to uh, express yourself in a certain way. The amount of ideas I just get from from podcasting with different people, I'm like, oh, yeah, you can use it like that. Oh, you can use it like that. Use it like that. So it can even come up with um, a different way of of sort of getting ideas into your own head, you know?
1: 100%. I love all those points. And just touching on that too, like with the touch points. So that was actually something I was going to continue oh, on mentioning oh, So I'm so glad you that. actually pulled that out of me because um, it's such an important one, you know, like yeah. when, if once again, you know, podcast listeners have a great retention rate, you know, they don't just listen for five seconds and turn it off. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> for the most part, if they find a podcast host that they like or a podcast that they like, they're more inclined to listen to every episode and it's, most it's, of it.
0: It's more of a pain in the ass, right? If you've gone to the effort of subscribing to a podcast and clicking the button and you're usually driving as well you know you're at the gym it's more of a pain in the ass to change it so you stick it on there you keep yeah, it on that too Whereas, that's it that-
1: like i listen to most of my podcasts like when i was working full-time i was driving to work and to and from work every day so i would consume most of my podcasts which really started my personal development journey to be honest with you um all those years ago so most people listen um funnily enough in the home and that oh do they the- Statistic-wise, yeah, that shows that most people listen in the home. And I thought that's really fascinating because I never really did that. It was more driving. Uh, but now that I work from home more prior to coronavirus, mm. um, I realized that I was listening to podcasts when I was getting ready, like putting on my makeup, getting ready for a date, going out with girlfriends, you mm. know, doing the laundry or cooking or whatever. I'd listen to it at home and I'm like, oh, okay, I can see what <laughs> people well, I
0: think now. it must be a woman thing because I'm listening to those. I'm like, well, I don't do the laundry. I don't do the cooking. <laughs> I, I don't I go do my on nails. Dates, you know, I do do <laughs> my makeup. So, okay.
1: But like even exercising, you know, a lot yeah. of, I know a lot of people, I'm not really one of them because when I'm in exercise mode, I'm like, give me the hits and keep me motivated. But a lot of people listen to podcasts when they're walking the dog going for a run exercising at the gym you know all that sort of stuff so um yes with a touch point so quality of a quantity and that also is the same with your downloads so i do have analytics that show me how many you know, podcast downloads I've got that day, that week, that month, that year, all that sort of stuff. Um, you don't have to have that. That's an option with your podcast host. I just decided to pay a bit of extra money and have that to see what my most popular episodes were and themes and topics and produce more of that sort of stuff for my audience. Um the other thing, too, is when you actually start monitoring that, you can actually start pitching companies or getting sponsors. Because if you're like, hey, I've got over 10,000 downloads, I'd love to be able to promote your product or become an affiliate or something like that. It gives you more credibility and authority. And they're like, oh, you must have a decent audience to have X amount of you know downloads or listeners. Right. So that's helpful. Um, but with the touch points, I really love that point because for me, like. The, the podcasts that I've found and listened to, and I only listen to between three and five, anything more than that, my brain is over-chunked, and then I, I don't focus that time and energy on my own business. Um, but what's really developed, and the funny thing is, is I've bought off most of them as well, mm-hmm. without even, you know, realizing until a few weeks ago, where I was like, oh, I've actually bought off all these podcasters. Fascinating, you know, really. But... Um, I really got to know them in their podcast, not in the DMs, not on their Instagram Mm. account, not on their LinkedIn. I felt like I knew who they were. I felt like Mm. a fly on the wall. I felt like I knew the essence of their personality and Mm. what they were about and their morals and values and stuff. And you learn that and you hear the inflection and the tone of people's voice and their energy. You actually feel people's energy through their Mm. voice, um, which is huge. And when I went to there to follow them on the, all the other social media accounts, because this is the other thing, podcast listeners are more likely to follow people on social media mm. um, and purchase and buy off people as well from social media. So that's also really great to shove in there. Um, but when I looked at their their accounts, I was kind of like, oh yeah, it's pretty. It's cool. they have got great stuff, but I didn't feel that connection to mm. them. I didn't feel like, because the people that I listen to, I'm like, God, they'd be great friends in real life. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. if they lived in the same country but it's the podcast that I kept coming back to and I just supported their stuff on social media. I didn't, that, that's not what hooked me and it was the podcast always the podcast that they had.
0: Mm. Yes. Bang on. Agree there. Um, awesome. All right. So before I interrupt there, let's, let's get back, uh, back on topic there. So we, we want to sell our online courses. We understand it may not be a direct, all right, right. Every podcast I put out there, I'm going to get 10 sales or, or whatever it may be. It's like, cool. You know, we've got some other reasons that we want a podcast, get some brand awareness, get some credibility, do some networking, get some content out there, some creative outlets, Cool. We've got can I that. just
1: can I just add something to that too because um, as you said I do kind of skim over the reasons why people start a podcast <laughs> um, the other thing too is like I started my podcast before my businesses so I just want to mm. let people know that you know you don't have to start a podcast just for a business I know for me I actually started my initial and original podcast as a self- empowerment tool so just to paint the picture you know all those years back when um, i would just come out of like a really toxic breakup with someone and I totally lost my identity in that relationship. And it wasn't until, you know, a little bit later on that I started to think about what kind of podcast I would because I didn't even know what I wanted to talk about. I just knew mm-hmm. that I wanted to start one. It'd be fun. It'd be cool. You know, all that. And I realized, wow, I've actually done so much healing and learning. I can help other people with this same thing that I've worked through.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: what made me start my podcast. That that helped, specifically women get over toxic relationships and heal themselves and figure out why they you know their own codependency and all these sort of things and you know i've still got those episodes there if anyone wants to listen um but that's the main reason why i started my podcast not for any other reason other than i have a message and i have something that's really going to help other people and the greater good and i feel like it's going to make a difference and all this sort of stuff and it did and i've got emails from people all around the world and i think that's really how i attracted my first couple of clients because i showed up just to serve i showed up just to give and mm-hmm attracting clients like high ticket clients, like thousands worth of dollars and all this sort of stuff. That was kind of a secondary thing. It came from the initial reason of just wanting to connect and help. And I think when you're selling an online program, of me, of course, there's an element of like, you know, I'm a business owner, I have to make money and keep myself afloat and, you know, earn an income and a revenue and, and profit and all this sort of stuff. But with any business, if your intention, you're only going to get so far if it's just all about you, right? Mm. So if you're showing up for other people and helping them with particular issues that you can solve, once again, all comes down to niching and hitting on pain points and leading them to pleasure points, people are going to trust you more they're going to want to buy from you eventually anyway because they're going to want to be in your energy. They're going to want to be around someone like that, you know, and engage with someone like that. And so naturally, it's like a natural progression. It's like they get more access to you by working with you in a program, right, as opposed to a free podcast that anyone can listen to around the world. So I just wanted to let you guys know that it doesn't have to just be to make money. It doesn't have to be just to sell a program. Um, They're like the beautiful byproducts that come from you showing up, sharing yourself, sharing your message, solving problems for people connecting with them and then naturally they're going to want to invest and pay you and, and buy from you yes
0: can i piggyback off that is that all right yeah go for you it i'm not stealing your thunder am i yeah, no talking...
1: not at all no 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 okay. i love you're... actually when there's more interaction and it's not just me talking so i'm okay, happy with
0: that cool because with everything you say i'm like oh and there's this oh and there's this and there's <laughs> this you know so a couple of things you, you said there um even the community side of things right so similar with this podcast that i've started I was like, right, you know, I've got my other business, that's fine, it's doing well. Now I want to start to help online course creators. You know what? I don't know exactly what my business is going to look like, but I know that I can talk a lot about this topic. And I know that I can bring guests on and I can, you know, banter and, and go back and forth with with guests about this as well. So you yeah. know what? Why don't I just put together a podcast for the fun of it and see what happens, you know? It's it's um, once you know the, the initial tech stuff, which isn't that hard, it's pretty easy to get out there. And then it's just a matter of finding someone that looks interesting, sending them a DM saying, hey, <laughs> you want to jump on a Zoom call? Thank and <laughs> you,
1: I looked interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know how you uh, fit, fit that filter there. I think maybe, um, uh, no, nah, I'm joking, I'm joking. So, yeah, like it, it's, it's pretty easy just to start that community-wise. And the other thing, maybe because I don't check my stats, I feel like a podcast is a good start where it's like, I feel like I can put a podcast out there. It's very easy to start. It's free or pretty much free. Actually, yeah, free. Yeah, free to, free to get out there with the way I do it anyway. And there's very little risk, you know, even if I do a couple episodes and no one ever listens to them, no one's even going to know, you know? Whereas if I start up a Facebook page and I get zero likes, you know, some people, not that they will, but, you know, some other people may think, oh, this guy's a loser. He's got zero likes. Whereas if that happened in, in a podcast, no one even knows how much episodes you've got, how much downloads you've got, or, or anything like that. So I feel That's like it's so a true. it's a very yeah. you know easy way to start into it like that, and then to piggyback off that as well, it's an easy way to get in front of a new audience. Like you put it out there into podcast world. Obviously, there's things you can do to to get it out there more, but even just by putting it out there. You never know. There could be someone just searching on iTunes for that exact topic. Your podcast comes up, bang, you know, free there. And evergreen, as you mentioned as well, where yeah, you could do it on Facebook, but you've got to keep posting every single day. You know, go on Instagram, post every single day. Whereas you get it out there on, on podcast world and people can find it. And I was going to add a couple of things here as well. This is one point, but a few different things. I love the interview style of things for a few different reasons. Yes. Number one, I'm lazy and um, <laughs> I run out of ideas quickly. So I'm you know what? If I was to start up a podcast on my own, man, two or three weeks and I've spoken about everything I know. But with a guest, it's unlimited. I get three a week, Olivia. I drop three podcast episodes a week because I just come on here and ask a guest questions. So in terms of getting it out there, it's, it's super, super easy from, the, from my side of view, um, but also it gives me authority. Because someone might be listening to this, and they're like, "How does johnno know all these people? You know, every second week there's another rock star on there giving tips. You know, if Jonno knows these people that are cool, maybe he's cool as well. You know, so yes, there's hundred percent side there. Uh, and then also a, a pure selfish one. I was when you are talking about the reason you got into podcasts. I was thinking about the reason I got into it, and it was even majority selfish, which isn't a good thing, but it's just a, a byproduct of the podcast. I was listening to this podcast, the fitness business podcast by Chantel Broderick. And every single week, she would just interview a different expert in their field. You know, he's how you get leads with LinkedIn and gym. He's how you get leads with Instagram. You know, he's how you do your numbers. He's how you do your taxes. And I was like, I am so jealous of her. Every, she must be learning so much. Every single, it's like she's getting free right. coaching. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like I, I was as well by the listener, but I'm like, man, the host can actually ask these questions. Like that must be the best job in the world. Now I'm not saying start a podcast to get free business coaching. That would be super selfish, and you probably wouldn't get very far with that. Um, but if you do it for the right reasons, that's a pretty handy byproduct.
1: Hundred percent. Um, I've got so much to touch on with all those points, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll um... shut up
0: for the next ten minutes and it's <laughs> all you.
1: <laughs> I should have grabbed a pen and paper and wrote these down. Um. So interviewing, yes. So I started my podcast thinking it would just be me. And then Mm. over the first Christmas, so December 2018 when I started it, yes, over Christmas, I messaged 10 people because I was like, oh, I'm not an expert in this area. I know more than Mm. most and I could share that. But I was like, I probably should bring on people that know a bit more than me. And I sent out 10 messages and every single person said yes. And I was like, holy crap, Mm -hmm. I was not expecting that. I thought maybe two would come back and be like, yeah, sure, I'll pop on. But every single person did. So I had to fill these 10 people in (laughs) um, and interview them and learn how to interview very quickly because I'd never interviewed anyone in my life, right? Didn't know what to do, how to ask questions, what questions I could or couldn't ask, how it all worked, right? It's like a whole, it's a whole thing. And you learn very quickly on the job, you know, and you learn what works, what doesn't work, what kind of energy with someone you like or don't like or, or whatever. But at the end of the day is, you know, you interviewing people that know something that isn't your zone of genius or could expand more on something that you do know that would benefit your audience or, you know, your ideal client or listener or what customer or whatever. It makes you a resource to them mm. because without you, they may not have discovered that person you know, Mm. they may not have learned that little golden gem that's, you know, transformed or shifted or changed something in their life. So if you're that person that can bring and connect those people together, that's a beautiful thing. Right. Mm. And if you think about like Lewis, Lewis Howes, Mm. he basically, I think from like, I don't know everything about him, but I'm pretty sure he got famous because he interviewed all these famous people Mm. that knew amazing stuff. And then his credibility went up, his leadership went up. People are like, Oh yeah, Lewis Howes, that guy. Yeah, cool. Do I mean, they they started to know who he actually was rather than him just interviewing big name people. He became big Mm. um, through that too. So yes, and collaborating over competition. So
0: Mm. I love
1: interviewing as well. I love being interviewed. I love interviewing. One of the best things about interviewing someone else is like, you just have to ask some cool questions and they've got to come up with the answers. Do you know what I mean? You get to sit back and listen and learn and and watch and and all that and just go to town. Well, that other person's doing a lot of the legwork, you know, providing a lot of the answers, a lot of the value um, and all that sort of stuff. And it is a win-win because if you both promote that episode, Mm. you get to cross cross contaminate you get to cross um different yeah cross pollinate the different platforms that you both have access to or have built
0: Mm. you know and once
1: again it's helping more people because it's connecting them um so that's one point on interviewing that i really really love Mm. and the other thing too is like a big fear that people have about starting a podcast is oh my god if i start a podcast what if no one listens and i feel like a failure Mm. and i think for me i had that for sure that's what kept me stuck for about six months before i actually took the plunge and did it Mm. and i think it's, it comes down to expectations. So mm-hmm. I had to bring it back to, okay, cool. If I can just help one person, yeah. just one person through some of my content, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. You know? So I set my expectation really low, but it was more about quality over quantity. It wasn't like I need to make a million podcast downloads. It's like, if I can just help one person on their journey and whatever, like that's enough for me. And mm. the other thing too, is like, realistically, the grass gets greener wherever you water it. So mm if you just do one or two episodes, you're probably not going to get very far with it. But if you show up consistently and give such high value, awesome quality content, people are going to want to, you know, eat that up and come back for more, you know, like they're going to binge your podcast. And that's the other thing I, I love about podcasting too, is the stats show that a lot of podcasters are Netflix watchers. So they binge mm-hmm. content. They like content quick and, and they like to do it, you know, in chunks mm-hmm. and stuff. and come These back podcast
0: to it. listeners are like the perfect people, right? Oh, single <laughs> stat you want, you know, they fit in there
1: yeah they're great and they're more educated than like this the, once again you guys can all look this up on edison research 2020 stats you know podcast listeners tend to be more educated and tend to spend more money so if that's, 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 that's probably why
0: i stopped watching them right
1: <laughs> so like if you and most people that are business owners they're like cool that's the kind of client i want that's my demographic right there yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. um so it's a great pool to top it, like to, you know, dip your toes in and stay in and jump in because it, it does come full circle as well. Um, what was the other point you mentioned, Jono, the first couple?
0: Um, I think I went, so touch points, you know, random people find you on YouTube. If yes. no one knows that you got no, if, if you get no likes or whatever, no one even knows about that. Yeah. Uh, the interview style, the community and the credibility.
1: Yes. No, I think I've touched on most of those. So yeah, hundred percent, you know, like um, the other thing too, is like, it's fun. So I think people, when they kind of go, Oh God, there's another platform I've got to get on, or mm. I feel like I should, or, you know, and it logically makes sense to do it. That's all great and everything, but if you don't enjoy it, there's no point. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You might as well go to a platform that you actually enjoy, that lights you up, that you can have fun with. But one of the things that I love about podcasting is like, it feels like, You know when you go to school or uni and you submit an assignment, you've worked hard on it, you've given it your all, and you send it off and it's gone and you're kind of like, oh, I feel like, I felt like a sense of reward, but it was kind of like, it's not really something I wanted to write on anyway. Mm. Um, And it's not something that I'd come back to. It was just to get it done to get my degree or to finish school. When it comes to podcasting, it's like the little mini assignments, if you want to set it up that way, but they're things that you want to focus on, things that you want to talk about, things that are going to help you in your business and people that you want to help um and it's always there to come back to as well mm. so you get like that little dopamine reward accomplishment hit every time you get an episode out um and when it starts to get some traction and people start you know really listening and you, your downloads rate does build up and you get all these messages from people it feels really bloody great because you're like i did that i created that from mm. scratch you know and that's a really rewarding thing too is like enjoying the hustle along the way because i know as business owners too we can get so caught up in getting the end result we forget to enjoy the process and smell the roses along the way mm-hmm. um and podcasting can totally be a great bouquet to smell along the way do you know what i mean as you build it and when you do reach and hit certain milestones you're like i did that you know like it feels really great because you you put in the time and the focus and the effort and and all of that and it's paid off and that's such an incredible feeling when that happens
0: Yes. Love that. I'll I'll piggyback off a few of those points. And then I know we've got to be sensitive on time. So we'll just do some, some close up questions. I love what you mentioned about the consistency as well. Like half of it is just pure math. It's like, all right, if I do two episodes and no one listens, okay, but hold on. If I do 20 episodes you know there's just more chance of it being found for a start someone types in you know this person and then the the podcast comes up or this topic in the podcast comes up or it's just a matter of time before someone listens to it and they share it or, or tell a friend or your guest shares it and they've got a big network so half yeah, is a, a numbers game there and and they enjoy the process so I'm the same I I you know don't um I don't mind social media uh, but I really enjoy podcasting and I think more it, it's more realistic because sometimes you post something on social media like you're speaking to imaginary people when you're actually writing it, you know. whereas with a podcast, at least you're speaking to a, a real person or as close as real as you can get. So it can be quite enjoyable there and that's how I look at it. Like if someone's listening to this and thinking like, ah, oh, podcast, it's so much work. Literally for me, it's let me find someone cool, let me interview them, let me have a chat with a cool person and then let me send it to my VA who does a few touch-ups and gets it on iTunes within 10 minutes, you know? So, yeah. But yeah.
1: like that's the worst thing that can happen. No one listens. Yeah. So like even that, it's not really a real, it's a, such a limiting belief because it's not going to be a forever thing. You know, it took me like, gosh, I don't even know how long it took to get my first download, but like. You know, if you've already got a business, you've already got followers, you've already got clients, yeah. you've got past clients, you've already got an online presence, like there's no bloody way that you're not going to have yeah. any downloads.
0: <laughs> can you can tell you a face- right now. You've got a Facebook uh, you can, profile, you know, you've got someone that's going to listen to it.
1: 100%. Like if that's, that's the great thing about business owners and coaches, consultants, program runners, whatever, you know, you've already got people sitting there waiting, ready to consume your podcast and have your stuff put out there in a different, yes. in a different way.
0: And I love it also how you said, even if you, you help one person, because the yeah. way I look at it, I feel if you've got a gift that you can give the world, or you've got a, a gift where you can educate people, and you don't do that because you're worried that you're only going to get one like, you're being selfish. Was that so?
1: You're robbing the world of your gift.
0: Yeah, exactly. For, because of your own insecurities, you've got something, a, a gift that you could help the world, but you're scared what other people think of you, so you don't do it you don't help that person. You're being selfish and oh, you yeah, sorry you can say something
1: oh i was going to say most people like they the the main problem or thing that prevents people from starting a podcast is the fact that they're in their own way you know what yep. i mean like yeah. um and when you can get out of your own way <laughs> that's when the magic happens once again growth happens when you get uncomfortable and it might take a little while until you get you know some people like take to podcasting like a duck to water they love talking they're confident when they speak I know for me I was not like that it took me a long time to kind of like I go back to my first episode very rarely now because I don't like listening to it mm-hmm. but I'm like oh my god my energy and like oh I was just like oh, what was I what was I doing do you know what I mean? but you've got to start somewhere you've got to start in square one um, and practice you know I don't believe in perfectionism but practice makes mm-hmm. perfect like the more you do it the more you practice you know, the more comfortable you feel and people can pick up on that too. And, and they're more likely to listen then as well. Yes,
0: agree. All right, so a couple questions I'd like to finish up with here, Olivia. Now, yes. being an online course podcast, and I believe you've got an online course coming up. Is that correct?
1: I do, I do. So I've pivoted into this niche pretty recently, only like two months ago now. Um, And I'm like, I need to put an offer out there. What am I doing, you know? So I'm actually starting, I haven't even announced it to my audience or my tribal people. So this is literally the first place anyone's hearing about it. Um, But I'm launching my first program in October to help people launch their podcast. So once again, going to take the overwhelm away for people because you can spend literally hours and hours and hours and hours. I think I spent like a good 30 hours trying to figure out how to start a podcast, mm-hmm. the best hosting site to use, you know, how to do an intro and outro, what music to pick, where do I pick royalty free music, you know, all this sort of stuff that, you know, really I've just kind of condensed all that stuff that you need to know to get started, all the basics into a program. So covering niching. So who it is you're, you're talking to, what you're going to be talking about, how to create your first one to three to five episodes for your podcast because when you submit for approval to get a podcast you've got to have something ready to go you've got to have at least an episode there for people to listen to and i always recommend having more than one because once again net, um, netflix podcast mm. listeners are binges they want bingeable content so if you at least have three there then they once again build that know like and trust with you they're more likely to subscribe and come back as opposed to a once once off one hit wonder they're kind of like meh, less likely to right yeah. but the other thing too is actually having a launch strategy so with mm. people worried about not actually getting a lot of downloads or listeners or whatever Podcasting also does have an algorithm. So if you have a launch strategy, and this this is the sort of stuff that I cover in the actual program because I can't do it in two minutes, um, you're more likely to get more downloads. You're more likely to have more listeners. You're more likely to attract customers and clients that pay you. Um, People are going to be more, like your podcast will be more known so people are more likely to actually access it and download it and engage in it um, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, so I've decided to pull the technical and the creative stuff together, have it really just foundational, get the foundations right, get it getting the basics right, and um, it's really just kind of like the launch process to all of that. So you feel confident, you know, to start well, to start your podcast, but then also continue it because that's the most important thing. Starting is one thing, it's one hump, but then it's actually like showing up consistently, providing good value, having, you know, all this other sort of stuff that comes later. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. If you're watching on Facebook and you're interested in that program, just comment uh, podcast down below and either me or Olivia will get you over the info. If you're listening to this on the podcast and you're interested, I'll put the link in the show notes. Now, great. What about Olivia? If someone's like, okay, don't want a podcast, but you're pretty cool. I want to follow you and, and see what you do, or at least listen to your podcast. Where do we go to follow you on social media? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good idea. Um, so I am on Facebook. Well, actually no, I'll start with my podcast. Cause you know, that's what I'm here for. So My podcast is is called Become a Podcast Queen. So it is on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on YouTube, it's all on the different podcasting apps. Um, What I recommend is going to my Instagram, though, and actually pressing the link to my link tree so you can find which platform works best for you. Mm -hmm. And that's where you'll find all my other social media stuff as well, actually. So you'll find my Facebook group through there. Um, I'm on YouTube, all those other things. So feel free to follow me on social media. You don't have to join the program. Um, But if you want to learn more about it or just hang out, um, I'm there. So podcast become a podcast queen. Instagram has become a podcast queen and Facebook group has become a podcast queen, the community.
0: Awesome. I might and TikTok. send you i I'm on
1: TikTok now too. Yay.
0: Awesome. Um, I'll, uh, so, yeah. I'll send you a DM after this and I'll get those links and I'll, I'll put them in the show notes or I'll put them in the, the comments. Uh, Olivia, I know we're sensitive on time. So that's probably all we got time for just before I leave you to it. Is sure. there anything I should have asked you, but forgot, or is there anything you want to leave us up, off with in the next two or three minutes?
1: Um, I don't think there's anything specifically that comes to mind because we covered so much ground. And I can't believe it's already been an hour. I'm like, yes. how is that already the case? <laughs> um, but basically, if anyone's got any questions, they're more than welcome to come to me. Um, you know, I've really just kind of skimmed the surface on podcasting in this episode. There's so much more to it and um yeah i'm always here as a resource if you need anything and yeah and if you don't want to reach out to me you've also got my podcast you can listen to but yeah there's not really anything else um the good thing about your community is like they already have a niche you know they for the most part they know what they want to do and they might have a reason for it too which is sell their programs um the one thing i do like to mention though is something that pops up all the time is kind of like well if i give too much away on my podcast no one's going to pay for my program so why would i do that um, it's actually not true. Mm. So that's coming from a scarcity mindset instead of an abundant mindset. So what I say to that is two things, give as much as you possibly can because mm. people are gonna appreciate it. And it's gonna build that no lack like, and trust. They're gonna to wanna to show up and invest in you eventually. Mm. The other thing too is if you hold it back, people are going to be able to sense it and they're going to be, there's going to be no reason for them to want to rock up to your podcast and listen to it then because mm. it's like, well, they're not giving me the best info. So why would I want to do that anyway? I'll just go listen to, you know, Joe Blow down the street or something. Mm. Um, and the third thing is, is this is a really good one too. If, you, if that really is genuinely a concern is I call it the what or the why frame. So in your podcast, you can talk about, you know, if you're a yoga teacher, for example, I'm just pulling something out of thin air here if you're a yoga teacher definitely
0: not that but yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) like okay um if you're a virtual assistant right okay instead of actually telling people how to become one Mm. right or train them up to be one you can talk about what is a virtual assistant what is this what is that blah, blah 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 so that's the what frame And the why frame is why would you want to become a virtual assistant? What's the reason for that? Why would you want to do that? You know, why this, why that, why the other, why you need to learn this. So the what and the why is really important. You can share that on your podcast. It builds that know, like, and trust with them. And then when they come into your business, they're ready to engage in your services or your program. That's when you share the how. Mm -hmm. So how to do this. And that's the transformation. That's where the change really happens. But at least you've got the brand awareness happening on your podcast. And then they're going to come to you. For how to do something and if i use the yoga teacher example it's kind of like what is yoga why is yoga important what are the benefits of the body and the mind and you can explore all of that different stuff um, why yoga over a different sport or something like that just for example but then how to actually practice yoga they can come to you for you might you might have like an online program which is all visual and you take them through a transformation they, they purchase that from you that's the investment learning how to do something how to do the poses, how to do this, and the other. Start their own yoga, yoga studio. I don't know, um, but you know what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> yes, love it. Awesome. Well, hey, that's um 12 p.m. New South Wales time. Uh, so you and me, uh, so you, you, I think you've got a role there, Olivia? I do. But I've
1: got a head off, but thank awesome. you so much for having me.
0: All good. I'm going to stay on and just do a close on Facebook, but you're good to, to get out of here.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much. And thanks to everyone that listened and wish you all the best. And yeah, feel free to reach out if you've got any questions. I'll see you next time. Thanks, Olivia. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.